boy Dre says and welcome back to the Dre says podcast we are on episode 21 yes episode 21 I have one of the specialist guests I've ever had literally my oldest friend in the fucking world and actually like my brother in this world um Carmen Valone everybody welcome Carmen Valone to the episode yes (laughs) finally we thank you Dre we've gotten it together thank you we did it (laughs) we did it so the, the funny part about it, Carm, is that you I've known you the longest in my life. Literally. Out of all of my friends, I've known you the longest. And most of my friends don't know who you are. Dude, <laughs> I get it, man. It's it's I get it. It's childhood, childhood friendships. Right. Childhood friendships are different than adulthood friendships. Very, very true. Very true. I think once you get to a certain age people like you you have those people from your childhood that you either keep around or you don't keep around and sometimes they just don't mix with like the newer people that you're around I guess right 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 well and like and like you could have a childhood friend and I I have childhood friends that that have children of their own right (laughs) and and you see these kids and you want to tell the kids like hey I'm friends with your dad (laughs) and they're like like, I've never seen you in my life but you're like, but but for like ten years to go by is nothing. Oh, it it flies by. I was doing the math before we got on here. So a little bit of background about me and Carm. Um, me and Carm have known each other since we were, I think, I want to say like five or six, bro. Wow. Yeah, because my my stepdad and my mom got married when I was five, and we knew each then, other like five. five or five or six. Yeah, uh, your dad was essentially, I just explained to everybody because they asked, well, who's Mar? I'm like, that's my godfather. Like, there's no other explanation for it. Like, there's no other way to talk about it. He was my stepdad's best friend. You know what I mean? So we've known each other now. I was doing the math in my head. <laughs> 32 years. That's wild. 32 years. There's some adults that aren't 32 years old. There's some adults that aren't 32 years <laughs> old. <laughs> so, so, so... My dad went to college with your stepdad. Correct. Yeah. So which is which is crazy because if anyone knows your dad and my dad, they'd say college. Yeah, right. <laughs> sure. Sure. They went to fucking college. What would they do? Were they picking somebody up? Right. Exactly. Were they were they were they dropping off the students every morning? Was that what was going? <laughs> they were on? running an errand at the school. Exactly. Yeah. They went to MCC together. That's the crazy shit about it. And that's the community college in our area. And, and the reason why we laugh about it is because our dads are like the farthest from st- studious people. <laughs> but you, you said something that, that, uh, that and, and this is kind of the theme. This, I, I hit you up because I was like, the 21, episode number 21, Yeah, I want to come on because right. one, it's, it's my birthday, December 21st. Right, which I, I'm going to ask you about in a minute because that, to me, that, that sucks, to be honest it, with you. <laughs> It does. It sucks. Right. It sucks. I get gypped out of a present. <laughs> exactly. It gets skipped over once in a while. But the the uh the number 21. Right. It's 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 the symbol of adulthood. Supposedly, yes. That's supposedly. That's, that's when we're supposed to grow up. 
Yeah. That's when, that's when America says, you know, put down the cigarettes you've been smoking since 18, grab a fucking beer. That's, that's, that's when, that's when you're supposed to be, you know what? I can do whatever the fuck I want in this world at 21. At 21. But just because you're, but, and, and this is kind of the theme that I was hoping to touch on tonight. Yeah. Just because you're 21 doesn't mean you're an adult. At all. At all. Let me, let me, let me cue, clue you in on something. Just because you're about to be 38 doesn't mean you're a fucking adult. No. <laughs> at all. I just I did an episode recently, uh, eighteen going on thirty eight, and it was just explaining the difference between me at eighteen and me at thirty eight, and there are some differences here and there, um, but I think me and you are in a rare group, bro, where we're we're at the age of you know we're damn near middle age, Carm. Like once we hit forty, but no children, no children. We've lived the bachelor life more than we have the relationship life. Yes. yes. Um, but it's good. We don't live bad lives. We don't live bad lives, right? We like bad lives. It's it's not boring. It's you know it can be stressful, but it's nothing that we didn't create for ourselves. You know what I mean? Like, right. And I'll say this: since we didn't have kids, we still don't look our age, bro. <laughs> I think we got lucky in that aspect of it. When I tell people that I'm 38, they yeah. I've had people say, "I oh, I thought you were 25." Oh, go, all the time. Well, yeah, because I get a full night's sleep. I get women that hit me up and go, oh, you know, like when they come into my job, they're like, hey, you know, you should meet my daughter. And I'm like, oh, really? Yeah, you should meet my daughter. She's she's in her first year of college. <laughs> and I'm looking at her like, I should meet you. Like, you're probably <laughs> closer to my age than your 19 or 22-year-old daughter. Like, what are you talking about? And I, I, I do think a lot of it has to do with, like you said, we get full night's sleep. We don't, you know, we were not stressing out over children that we have out here. Like, <laughs> bro, and and here's the thing, man. Like, because and this is the, lately, people have been asking me, they're like, "Oh, how you doing?" You know, and I I keep saying lately, I go, I go, I'm tired, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm tired. I go, I I work a lot. I'm up. I I. But then I I take a step back and I go, but everybody's tired. Everybody, bro. Everybody. Everybody's tired. Everybody works. Everybody hustles. Everybody's got the drama. Everybody has a drink or two. They, everybody is in the same boat. Yeah. And then I think, I think these, these people that have two or three kids. How, bro? How? How are they doing it? <laughs> I wake up every day. And when I wake up, I stand up and something pops in my body. I'm like exhausted until I get into the shower. I'm not really a coffee guy, but like if I do get a coffee, I start to feel a little bit better. Then I get to work and I'm like, fuck man, that wasn't a long enough time away from this place. And then I go, well, what about the people that when they get home at night, don't get to just come home, work on the shit they wanna work on and then go to sleep. They gotta come home, make sure the kids are good. Make sure the fucking yeah. dogs are fed. Make sure, you know, yeah. the house is clean. Their spouse, if they have one, is taken care of. Then they get the little bullshit eight hours of sleep and then have to go back at it all again the next day. Dude, I, 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 I'm, getting, I'm getting nervous <laughs> thinking about it. Like, like how am I going to do this? Because at some point, we might have to. Imagine, imagine if money wasn't an issue. Yeah. If, if if you were rich and money wasn't an issue, 
Yeah. But you still had two or three kids. Yeah. You'd you'd still be tired. Yeah. You'd still yeah. be tired. Yeah. You, you got kid you got kids waking up in the middle of the night. My stomach hurts. I'm hungry. I need water. I peed the bed. I had a nightmare. And if money was an issue, they're probably spoiled little brats. And then they're spoiled little brats. But <laughs> but my point is, you don't even have to go to work. No. Then you gotta, you got to get the kids up to go to school at seven a.m. They're, they're out at what two thirty or three o'clock yep there goes your whole a, day. Lo- a, a lot of people got a taste of that this last year because of quarantine some people were getting you know they were getting money they were getting paid if they were lucky like the people from my job they were still getting paid their regular salary but now they're at home with their kids all day and they haven't had to deal with that because they've been able to send them to daycare normally or to school normally so now they're dealing with it and those are the people that are probably losing their fucking mind. <laughs> like losing their mind. Like, oh, eight to twelve hours extra a day with these kids. Look, <laughs> you you and I are almost 40. We have zero gray hair. Look. I have like two or three. I got like two or three in there somewhere. There they are. Two or three of them in there. <laughs> zero. Everybody that I that I that I know that has kids. Yeah. Gray. <laughs> It's like Obama after his eight years in office. Did you see that, bro? He went from this <laughs> yes. to our dads. Okay, that's what he, like George, he went from. He went from that to George Clooney. Easily, easily. Still a great looking man, but just gray everywhere. Gray. And then, and then, and then, people are like, "Oh, we want you back." That motherfucker's not trying to come back. He's like, "No, no, 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 no." I did my eight year bid. You guys can have it from now. Me and Michelle are gonna go smoke a blunt and hang out. Okay, <laughs> like y'all be straight, y'all be okay. But what what is it about life? Why is life so hard when you're older? Because uh, responsibility, bro. Think about it. When we were younger, we didn't have any responsibilities, man. Like zero, bro. We had zero responsibility, and we lived a great fucking life. Like it's 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 crazy to explain. Like I try to explain to people again when it comes to you and like your dad and stuff like that. Like I try to explain to people like. At the time, I was living in the hood, and your dad had this beautiful house in Penfield. Mm-hmm. And also, he was the rich guy. Like, all the money in the world, we did whatever the fuck we wanted to do. We never had to worry about anything. So we didn't have, like, any worries. Right. I didn't know what a fucking mortgage payment was. I didn't know what a car note was. The only thing I had to do was go to school Monday through Friday, so then on the weekends, I could hang out with Carmen Mario. That was it. <laughs> That's all I had to do. Now that I've gotten older... It's like, fuck, the first is here already? Like, you motherfuckers didn't take enough money from me last month? Yeah. What do you mean I got to pay for insurance just in case shit happens? Like, Dude, what do you I mean? get it, man. And, and a, a, little, a little something for uh, everybody that is watching that might not know us growing up. Oh, yeah. I'll let you fill in the details. But yeah. for, for, for you and I growing up and, and the group that we were with, um, my dad's house was a wonderland a hundred percent it was a hundred percent it was so my dad sold cocaine let's be real okay all right we're gonna be we're gonna real. keep it a hundred we're gonna keep it a hundred now we like. keep it a hundred on this show <laughs> we keep it a hundred right i love him right? enough. he knows it sold cocaine yeah used the money to to buy businesses multiple buy, businesses Buy buildings, buy yeah. homes, buy houses, buy property. Correct. And for people like you and me, yeah. we were children at the time. Yeah. And we didn't, 
really 100% comprehend what was going on at the time. No. Mm -mm. But Not we had not we until I became a teenager. Yeah, we had it super easy. Bro, we would wake up. He'd wake us up in the middle of the night, not knowing why he was waking us up in the middle of the night, to go get strawberry milk from 7-Eleven, send us into the store with $100 a piece. <laughs> at like eight, at like eight years old, like here's 100, here's 100. Yeah, go get stuff. I'll be out here talking to who knows the fuck who. <laughs> like, it was like, when, we, when he says a wonderland, you guys don't understand. This was the house where you would go to and there was like, ping pong machine or pinball machines in the basement there was uh when the when the laser disc first came out yeah they had all the laser discs there was parties birthday parties with ponies and shit like i didn't know what a gully was until i met your dad okay i didn't know what fucking brunch was bro <laughs> <laughs> like brunch parties just because big ass <laughs> extravagant parties for no reason and i would wake up going brunch so, so the people from last night are still, still here? here, right? <laughs> that was the best part. I was like, "Wait, what? Excuse me." Or I remember, I remember like meeting all these people the day before them still being there the next day. Me going to a woman and being like some random hot chick, being like, "Oh, hey, you're," and your dad going, "It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter." <laughs> I'm like, okay okay yeah. sure yeah. it was literally a great and it was it was in the middle of like a cul-de-sac and like bro we, we had all the inner tubes for snow so time random that beautiful car that was in the garage that we would just sit in we would just nice. sit in and, and act like we owned it and drove around in it like it was crazy going back to school i remember your dad would just take us shopping and that was the cool part so this is the this is the awesome part about your dad too is your dad's an older Italian man. I'm a little black kid from the city. You know what I mean? But I'm family. I, because of your father, I didn't, I didn't understand or have to feel racism for most of my fucking life. It just wasn't a thing. It wasn't so, and your dad also taught me never to accept disrespect. Right. So like it was wherever we went, I was respected as much as 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 you were as his son. You know what I mean? Well, right, right, 90% right. of the time he'd walk in and be like, hey, this is my son, Andre. And right, people would be right. like, oh, okay. So I never okay. had to experience that. I didn't feel that until I was a teenager. Because be besides being in my own neighborhood where everybody looked like me. Right. He brought me out there and I never felt any difference because nobody would ever disrespect him. So they weren't going to disrespect me. Right, right. It's crazy you know, to think about. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that up because I was curious with, with everything going on yeah. in today's climate. Right. And, and like I, I put on the news and I see so much racist stuff on the news and everybody's racist and it's your fault and it's his fault and it's her fault and that every, right. everybody's at each other's throats. And I keep coming back to like... So, like, people like myself, mid thirties, yeah, white guy, yeah, we're, we're the problem, right? Of course, yeah, of course, right. But, but when I think about growing up, and I yeah. think about the nineties, and I think about you, and I think about my dad's whole thing, yeah, there was zero racism. Yeah, I mean, and that's the crazy part, and it. But again, this is because of your father. In right. our circle, there was none. And that's mainly because it wasn't allowed. 
wasn't even it wasn't, it wasn't even, even a thought and but the, but then i thought i go i go okay now i'm an adult i go maybe andre felt racism back then but no. I, I i was ignorant to it maybe so this is the reason then this is why i say it's kind of crazy i never felt it because <clears throat> this and this is the crazy part if you think about it you know why there was no racism in our group and mind you there's a cluster because harvey was it or harvey was jewish Jewish. Your dad was Italian. My dad was Dominican. My mom was black. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. But there was he, nothing. He, he owned an Asian market. He owned an Asian market that he called Salon Orient, which was actually kind of racist, but whatever. <laughs> we'll with that. I remember asking him, like, why is it named that? He's like, well, there's a lot of Orientals when I bought it. And I was like, oh, okay. okay. So there was, I mean, but did I ever feel racism? No. And I think a lot of it to, for two reasons. One, I think they had a, a bigger battle to fight because they had to legitimize all of this illegal shit they were doing, right? So they were more concerned with that. And two, I think it was a respect level between them. Was there racism going on in the world? A hundred percent. There's no, I just think we were kind of, we, at that age, we were sheltered from all of it, bro. We lived in a, like literally like a fantasy land for a very long time. And then, you know, and then reality smacked us in the face when your dad got in trouble and shit and, and the world split. And then that's when, Honestly, that's when everything kind of shifted for me. And I was like, well, wait a second. And we had talked about it because there's a lot of people that were in that group with us that that went either one way or the other way. And, and I think we definitely benefited from the things that your dad and, and, and my dad and my mom and your mom taught us. And we kind of went the, the right direction. And some people couldn't handle that. And when the real world hit them, it was like, whoa. Right. So like, I, I think I tell people all the time, like I thank your dad 100% for all this shit that I learned from him. Uh, because it kind of made me the person I am today as far as I'm able to fit in anywhere I go. That's awesome, too. Because we were able to, I was able to learn things that, you know I mean, most little boys that look like me couldn't learn at that age, like. Right, and <laughs> and see, that 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 messes me up because yeah. I, I just assume that everybody grew up like us. Yeah, no. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, I'm learning that as I become an adult, you know? Right, right, like, right. I think back and I go, I go, you know what? And I, and I get mad at the news. I go, I go, there's not this racism that everybody talks about. It's not there because, be, because it wasn't there for me. Right, 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 right. And that's something that you have to learn now as an adult. There's things that I'm seeing that, that I'm starting to learn that frustrate me even more and more because, because I didn't have to see them. You know what I mean? And now that I'm seeing them, a lot of it hits me like, well, what the fuck? Like, I don't understand. Like, I don't get why someone would just feel that way about someone just because they look different. Right. We're like, for me, like for one person, it may be, Oh, he looks different. That frustrates me for me. They'd be like, yo, he's a disrespectful fuck. That frustrates me. You know what I mean? So some people have different ticks and unfortunately a lot of people that look like you don't like other people that don't look like them. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it blows my mind. Like, Dude, that that blows my mind. <laughs> it makes no sense. Like, and it, and it and it and it's crazy because then you see you see friendships like mine and yours. You know what I mean? And you and you wonder like, how the fuck? Like, if people could just open their minds, they may be able to learn something awesome from somebody else. Right. They may be able to enjoy a different culture or a different way of living if they could just open up and relate to each other and understand each other. But unfortunately, we don't live in a world where people are open minded enough to do that. You still have people out here that are hating people because of their sexuality. Because of the color of their skin, because of the way that they talk, what neighborhood they live in. Bro, it's so, it's so, it's so annoying. 
It's and, so and, annoying. And you know, growing up, that that wasn't around uh, me, at least. Yeah, it no. Wasn't around me. No. Like I I I wouldn't I wouldn't think like like, oh, I'm hanging out with my my black buddy, or I'm hanging out with my Jewish buddy, or I'm right. hanging out with my Spanish buddy, I'm hanging right. out with these Asians. It was just yo, I'm hanging out with Dre. <laughs> I'm hanging out right. Right, right. So so that's what and and that happened at a at a, a crucial point in life, childhood, which is when things happen and you know, is it in childhood is when people become racist or their their minds are made up on certain things so this is why i tell people all the time um humans are not racist humans are not made to be racist uh we're born pure as a motherfucker right 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 we ruin children yep we as adults ruin children the things that we set in children ruin children that's why i have to be like cognitive and, and mindful when I'm around my niece and nephews that even if I do feel a certain type of way about somebody I have to watch the way that I speak about them because I don't ever want them to have that even the slightest bit of hatred for someone just because they're different right and they're kids so they'll pick up on that and they just they act on what they see again we were fortunate enough to be around people that didn't feel that way right yeah there was a couple of jokes thrown here and there but there was nothing there was no ill intent about it even after people would fuck up multiple times i remember that i remember people would fuck up multiple times and your dad would just be like and brush it off because they were family you know what i mean like we'll figure right. it out like we'll get it fixed we'll figure it out it's okay it's right, just right. it's just money like right. shit like that it's just money it'll it'll come back there's no big deal like and and my dad would make fun of us or make fun of me or make fun of you or make fun of Sarah or make yeah. fun of Eddie or Preston. My dad would make fun of us to a point that like. All walls were torn down. There was no, you could not be insecure or shy or bashful around him. It was so a, it was like, you're going to either fit in or, or I'm going to make you fit in. Like, <laughs> so, so I don't, I don't know, man. It's, it's, and it's weird. So now, now that we're adults, you know, yeah. and I, I look at it and I go, was, was that right? Was that wrong? Was, was, how am I now? Am I, what kind of an adult did I turn out to be? Like, but like, but like when we had talked before, we, you had, you said it best. People took from that experience what they took from it and they turned out the way they turned out because of it, good or bad. And it sucks because to me and you, it was amazing. Right. Maybe not to everybody. Right, right. Maybe not Maybe not everybody took it the same way that we took it. Maybe not everybody walked away with the lessons that we walked away with. Like, it, and, it, it's, and you never know because the human mind's so fragile, bro. Like, especially at a young age. I, right. I like to believe everybody came away from it a better person. Right, right. Because I know I did. I know you did. You know what I mean? Like, you're, do, you're doing for a living what you love to do. By the, oh, by the way, we never got into that. Carmen's a comedian, y'all. Like, if you can tell so far. Yeah, Carmen's a comedian. He's doing exactly what he loves. Uh, I am essentially a hustler. Let's be real here. Like, anything and everything <laughs> that I can try to make money off, of, that's what I'm trying to make money off. Of. And that's and that's what I learned from your dad. I'm a hustler. I'm going to take all the money that I can and invest it in the things that I love to do and try to make money off of it. But but it's it's very similar. Both both super of us similar. are both super of us similar. are like super similar. <laughs> like it's it's like how do i do what i love to do and make money off of it (laughs) how do i not how do i not bust my balls too hard 
even like even even after all the shit went down and your dad moved to Florida and and you know that's what I always meant to ask you did you move to Florida because your dad moved to Florida was that the I, I, idea yeah kind of okay so like so so um real quick in a in a nutshell the story my dad moved to Florida at, so, right. okay my dad my dad sold cocaine <laughs> I don't like to say it that way. Got busted. Yes. I, I love that I call it cocaine. And right. that I love that you just cocaine. Yeah. It's, it's, it's very good. It's very, very proper of you. Sold cocaine. cocaine. I think right. kids are calling it. So he, he sold cocaine. Yeah. Got arrested. Went to jail for a year. Yeah. Got out of jail. Sold everything he had. Sold all of his businesses. Literally. Sold his house. Sold literally everything. From, that from what it explained to me was he was politely asked to leave New York State. May, I, I don't know. I don't know. I was explaining to me like he was politely asked to not be here. <laughs> like uh, that makes sense. That right. does. Make sense. <laughs> right. I, I don't. I don't know how. I don't know really exactly how it went down. So he moves to Florida. Yeah. I was in. I was just starting high school. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So I would come down and visit him when I could, you know, spring break or winter break or whatever. See, and, and these come- were the years that we were like not close. Like, right. Like right. when when all this happened with your dad is when like I remember my parents just coming home and being like, Hey, you're not gonna see Mario for a while. And I'm like, Oh, okay. Like they're like It was like a movie, bro. Everybody went their separate ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Everybody went their own lives. Yeah. Cause he was the glue that was kind of holding everybody together. Yeah. When he originally got locked up, I remember them telling me, like, hey, he's got to go away for a little while. Then I remember him getting out. I remember my my dad going to help him with some stuff, which come to find out was, like, liquidating everything. I remember going to the house when he, like, right before he sold it, and he was just like, well, get whatever you want out of here because everything's got to go. And it was a friend that was buying the house from him. Yep, yep. They had that, yep. They had that little son. Uh, yeah. What uh, was his name? I don't, it was, a, they had a little son. It was a guy and a woman. They had a little son, but we had, the little son had come and hung out with us a couple of times. I think his name was like Ryan or something like that. Young, young, young. Really young. Like he was like a, like he was like five or six and we were almost teenagers at that time. If not teenagers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And then I remember literally him being like, oh yeah, you know, we're just going to sell this stuff. And then boom, he was gone. Gone. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember my dad being like, yeah, he can't come back for a while. And I was like, okay. But then I, and then you, you, so you were in high school when that happened. Yep. And then when did you move down to Florida? So so he was in Florida. Um, I graduated in 01. Right. Yep. Same as me. Yep. I, w- I went down to Florida for just like six weeks. Yeah. And then I, I, I was homesick because I thought I was missing out because you don't know shit when you're only you're, 18. Yeah, you have no idea. You think the world is going on without you when you're not home. You're yeah. not an adult yet. No, you not at all. That's right. So I moved back to uh, New York. Okay. And I lived in Rochester again for like all of 2002. Yeah. And then I, I moved back to Florida in 2003. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. And um, makes sense. so my dad was living in Florida and, uh, and then the rest is history. Yeah. Cause I didn't get to, two, I didn't get down to Florida for the first time until like 2005, I think. Okay. I think that was you, my first time. I came down with like 10 guys. I did like a big birthday trip. And your dad actually hooked it up. Your dad. So this is what I mean by your dad was hilarious. And like, would just get random stuff. Like when I came down there the first time, I think he was designing pools. Yep. 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 Yeah. So he was designing pools for a little while and he would like show us like, Oh, this is Tiger Woods's place. And, and Shaq's pool. We did this pool. We did that pool. 
And I'm like, I don't remember you ever knowing how to design anything, but okay. Like he's just, but he hooked it up and got us a couple of houses to rent. Wow. Like in like a villa area or whatever. And then he, he actually got me a good deal on two SUVs for like the vacation. So there was like, there was 10 of us down there. We were all having fun. And literally from that moment on, I was just going back and forth to Florida. Like That's awesome. my business partner had moved down there too. So like, I think Terrell moved down there in like 2002, 2003. I got there 2005, and this is before Dre says and all that stuff. This is just me being a young kid with a bunch of money, just blowing it. We're not gonna talk about where that money came from, but um, <laughs> and and just having 90s. Yes, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> from old assets. Uh, no, we were <laughs> just and we were just down there blowing money and having fun, and then um, and then that's and then I remember going down a couple times, and then you being like, "Yo, I live here. You want to hang out?" I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm come, I'll be down in a couple of weeks. Like, we'll hang out. And that and that and that's when I was like, I forgot car moved down here. When the fuck did he move down here? And your dad, yo, oh my god. I remember and then my parents were going every year at that time. Like, oh, life is it's, changed. It's been a wild ride, man. It's been a wild ride. It's been a crazy one. It's been a crazy one. And again, to think about it and to think it's been 30, what did I say, 35 years? Yeah, 35, 36 years. Must, must, yeah. That's fucking nuts. That's so crazy. So how, how so how it. is, how is it now? Because we, I mean, we talked about it. You're a comedian. Corona, obviously. Corona. Fucks everything up. Fucks it right up. It's literally, it went from the greatest beer alive to fucking everything up. <laughs> what? How, how, how was it? Because I know we had talked going into this. And we like, did, yeah. Yeah. So like so so obviously so corona has thrown a wrench in obviously everything. Right, right, right. And as a comedian, like like a comedian in Florida, um everything shut down for a while. You right. couldn't perform. And what really messed me up was my my self-identity. Like who am I without comedy, without without who you are? Right. Who are you? Who are you? Right. Without the thing that you wake up to do every day. Right. Right. So it, it, it definitely screwed me up and like Corona threw, threw a wrench in like traveling yeah. and performing and being around people. But Florida being is there. very Florida. They're very wild, wild west. Very <laughs> wild, wild west. They don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck in Florida. <laughs> and somehow the whole state is open back up. I see that. <laughs> Dude, I go and I send videos to my buddy. I go, look at, look at, no, nobody in the restaurant has masks on. That's None so of the servers crazy. have masks on. The cooks don't have masks on. That's crazy, bro. I literally wake up, walk out my door and put a mask on. Take it <laughs> off in the car, get out of the car to go to work, put a mask on. Do an assessment that says I'm okay to be at work, check my temperature, and then wear a mask all day long. You could you if you were in Florida, you yeah. you could go twenty four hours without having a mask, and people wouldn't bat an eye. That's crazy. You go to a. I don't even know if I could be around that. I think I, I like even now when like someone walks into the stores here without a mask on, everyone's appalled. Everyone's looking at them like, "What the fuck? Like, what are you doing?" Like, and that's wild, man. And and that's what I've learned about um, if if we shift to the political side of stuff, is like. It, it it made me realize how important local government is. Seriously. Seriously. Something that we never think about. You never think about local government. Right. You always think about the president and the 
Congress. hundred percent. People don't even you think never, about their state government. You never think about state government. Right. And I'm learning that it, it does matter because yeah. the mentality of, of the, my neighbors, the people I work with, the people at the gas station, the people that strangers that are around me, everybody has the same mentality that I guess comes from the governor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. They're, they're rallying behind their state and their values and what they believe in. And I mean, let's call it what it is. Florida's a Republican state. Like, yeah. And if, if you got if you if you got the head guy in charge that's in the same party as you saying, fuck these masks, you're gonna right. say fuck these masks. And then we and on the other side in New York State, <clears throat> we're sitting with a guy that's like, no, like what do you mean? Like, I'm going to ban and restrict everything possible until y'all realize that you should shit your ass at home for a while. Like it's right. just it's and just different. It's so different. And it's it's like I don't know if if the governor is telling the people or if the people are telling the governor. And he's just bowing down to what they want. I don't know because it's it's start with start with the word Florida. Okay? <laughs> Florida. What do you think when you come to Florida? For real. What do you you you, you think I'm gonna have a good time? I'm gonna sit on the beach. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Literally. I'm gonna have a drink in my hand. Yeah, that's it. Literally. That's what, that's whatever. That's the Literally. mentality of when you go to Florida. You, I'm going to Florida. I'm going to Florida. I'm People gonna... leave here, New York State, where it's super strict. Get on a plane, and by the time they touch down in, in Florida, they're such in a Floridian state of mind that they forget all the rules. Do they stop taking their cholesterol medicine? <laughs> they stop eating healthy. They tell their mother-in-law, F you. Everything goes out the fucking window. It all goes out the window. <laughs> and that's not just because they're on vacation. That's no, the same when they live in, here. Because they're in Florida. They forgot yeah. all the rules of life once they hit Florida. They're like, you know what? I'm in Florida. Fuck this. It doesn't matter what part either. It doesn't they can, matter. They could be in Central Florida, Orlando. They could be in motherfucking Miami. Miami. No, no. Miami's a whole different world itself. As soon that, as people true, say they're true. in Miami, there's two things that come to mind. There's going to be a bullshit balcony photo somewhere. <laughs> and somebody's renting a very expensive fucking car. Those are the two things, at least at least in my community. Okay. Yep, yep. No, Those are the two right, things right. I'm seeing. Those are the two you're things right. I'm seeing. And somebody's going to be on a beach somewhere. You know what's crazy? What's crazy? I said crazy. Crazy is that I, as much as I've been to Florida, I've been to the beach like twice. Oh, dude. I fucking hate the beach, bro. Dude, I hate the beach, dude. I hate the beach. <laughs> okay, I can't stand it. I do. I hate the beach. Bro, like, you don't want to sand it between your toes? No, what the fuck? No. It's like stepping on a, like a, it's like stepping on a cracker with bare feet. And you just got random shit all over your feet now. Like, what? No one wants that. I don't care what anybody says. Dude, I don't care what anybody says. The beach sucks. You know Literally. what happens when you go, you go to the beach, you get sand in your eyes. Yeah. Okay. You, you automatically have sand everywhere. And then, and then it's... It's in your shoes. Yep. It's it's everywhere. Nobody's having a good time. It's like they it's just, like you went to a strip club when you have the glitter on you afterwards. Yeah, you the sand is like. You're just trying to get it off of you. <laughs> it's terrible. It's, oh my god! But it's Florida. It's Florida. But now th this is what I'm going. So so the point, the reason why I brought this up was, <sighs> I'm trying to think of how to word this properly. Yeah. The, the people at the top, they, they do, I mean, I guess they do, it, it, it does matter because it's like, 
the mentality around Florida, you go to any bar, any restaurant, whatever, everybody's got this blase attitude right. about the masks. And it's and it's not like it's a joke. It's not like people, bro, I have friends in New York that died from this. Like, it's real. Like, this is a right. real thing that's going on. Which which I I get that. I get that it's a real thing going on. And I've known people that have died from it, like, just recently. Right. Within within the past week. But but at the same time, I'm like, is it as bad as is they're making it? Like, I don't I, I'm at I the don't point, know. None dude, of I, us know. I, I'm at the point I don't know. Man. I don't I don't know <laughs> what my politics are. I don't I, know where I, I stand on shit anymore. Listen, don't get me wrong, because I'm sitting here and I'm like, I see all my friends in Atlanta, they're out at clubs, nobody has a mask on. I see all my friends in Miami, they're out on the beach, they're at the clubs, no one has a mask on. But yet I'm not seeing people getting sick that i know that went there that did these things they're not not getting sick like i see people that go on all these trips they come home they're fine right but then i have to be secluded and away from everybody and away from my parents because they're older wearing a mask all the time and i'm sitting here and i'm like well my fucking luck the moment i decide to say fuck these masks i'm gonna get sick right but no one really knows there's no like that's the scariest part about this whole thing is no one really knows how it works. No matter what they tell you, no matter what they say, no one. Now they're saying the CDC says you should wear two masks. And I'm like, we can't even get the people in Florida to wear one fucking mask. You think people are going to wear two masks? Like, there's no way. There's no way. I can't. When this one comes out, everybody in Florida is going to hit the unlike button. Watch. They're like, fuck Dre. <laughs> I was an honorary Floridian and not anymore. Like, I'm like, nope, fuck him. Nope. I'll, I'll make sure to share this twice so you get the like. <laughs> Appreciate it. No, so that, I mean, it's just that it's a thing that's going on right now. I think no one has answers for. <clears throat> I think we found mild solutions to it. Um, I also think it's going to be something that's going to be here forever. It is. I, I was saying the same thing. Yeah. You can't, you, you're not going to, You. I don't think we're going to just snuff out a virus. Hell no. No way, bro. No way. That doesn't happen. We can't even, we haven't even got rid of the common cold or the flu yet. You think we're going to get rid of this shit? Right. We haven't cured cancer. Fuck so cancer. then where does where does that bring us? So now you've got this virus that's never gonna go away. We got and- new norms. That's it. We gotta we gotta find happy mediums on how to work around this shit, bro. Like granted, don't get me wrong. I don't I don't think the world should be stuck behind a mask all day. I don't think we should be secluded from seeing people that we love. I know it's the healthiest way to go about it, but I also don't think that we should be running around willy-nilly like Florida or Georgia and not wearing any mask and not giving a fuck. It's just not safe. So I think you know, there has to be a happy medium somewhere. I, I, absolutely. Yeah, and I, everything's changing. Re- retail's changing. The way people shop is changing. Um, the way people interact with people is changing. I mean, all that shit was changing ahead of time. Now you can't even. I could. I couldn't pay my niece to call me on the phone, bro. So it's you know what I mean? Yeah. Then. Oh, either way. So the, everything's changing anyways. It's just getting worse now. So like texting is more of a thing. You'll get a FaceTime before you fucking get an in-person thing. It's just kind of, I think that's the way life's going to end up being from now on, unfortunately. Um, and again, it's just going to make me appreciate our childhood even more. Yeah. Like, like we had a great fucking time. We had, I've never felt more loved in my life. You know what I mean? Like, and I don't think kids will ever be able to feel that again because of all these new restrictions and things that are going on. Like, even now, like, when my when my niece and nephew were growing up, I would tell my sister, like, why don't they just go outside and play? And my sister's like, yeah, they can, but, like, they got to be 
in front of the house. Like, it's not like when we were younger, you could go blocks away. You don't fucking trust people. Like, and we didn't have cell phones back then. No, bro. And we were living, we were living wild. Like, yeah, I mean, we were going blocks away. We were doing shit that, you know what I mean, hanging out in places we probably shouldn't have been in. But our parents didn't have to worry as much as they do now because it wasn't as many creepers. And maybe there were, but they were hidden back then. They weren't as, 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 as out in the open as they are now. People getting snatched up left and right. You know what I mean? Like, kids just aren't as safe as they were back in the day. They're not. And, and that's the scary part. Kids aren't able to have, like, an actual childhood anymore, bro. It's all, it's, it's all, it's all devices and social media and, and video games. And they're just having to grow up way too fucking quick to, to me in my eyes. And that, and then, and then Corona is not helping because now they're not in school as much. They're not getting the social interactions. I had my niece and nephew on here. We did a show and I said, what's changed for you with Corona? And they're like, not really anything. Wow. I'm like, what do you mean? And my niece is like, not much. I'm like, what about seeing your friends? She's like, I called and we FaceTime. Like, what about seeing them in person? She's like, I'll see them when I see them. My nephew's like, eh, I just can't go to basketball anymore. But like, I just still play video games and, you know, shoot hoops outside at home. <laughs> it's it's wild, right? It is, dude. Like, and like, how are people like you and I? Yeah. How are we supposed to raise kids in this world? That this new world we're not used to. We're not used to We're, it. We don't know how this works. We don't know we how, don't this, know works, how this works, man. I we think about that all the works. time. Like when I was younger, before all this, I think like, you know, I could raise a kid. I'd, I'd be good at raising a kid and showing them the ways of the world. And now I take a step back and I think, I go, I barely know what I'm doing. Do you know there's a new math out there? Don't even get me started <laughs> on the new math. <laughs> They're adding zeros to shit that don't even need zeros placeholders you don't need the placeholders before before all the corona shit i remember i was watching my niece and nephew for a weekend while my sister and brother-in-law were out of town and i my nephew was showing me his homework i said what the fuck is that <laughs> like, this is my math homework what kind of math is this like there's new math they didn't for a while they weren't teaching like cursive in school they weren't teaching it for a very long time I said, what do you mean? Like, I'd be like, sign your name. And they just write their name in block letters and shit. And I'm like, what? No, like your signature, bro. Like, what? And then I'd have to, like, show them. Like, it's different. This shit is different. I don't know if I'm ready for it. I'm going to be honest with you. So we're we're barely 40. We're not 40 yet. No. What is it going to be like when you and I are in our 80s? No idea. I'm terrified of that. I'm to, and, and it's crazy because I look at my parents now who were very cool people back in the day. They're still cool people now. I love them to death. Love them to death. But even them, I'm like, what do you mean you don't understand how to send me an emoji? Like, what? Right, right. <laughs> like, you used to do all of this shit. You showed me how to type. Like, what do you mean you don't know what an emoji is? Or my mom sent me a um, she sent me a link. I got up at like 4 o'clock in the morning to use the bathroom. For some reason, she was up. And she sent me a link that someone had sent her, but it was a spam link. So I woke up, I, I saw it. I went back to bed. I woke up the next morning. I texted her. I said, that's spam. And she said, what is? And I said, the link you sent me. She goes, I sent you a link. Yes. Yes, mother. You sent me a link. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> so it's like, it's like, it's, it's just different. The world is changing, bro. The world is changing and we're going through a changing of the guards. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <clears throat> The last couple of years, I mean, you know best, the last couple of years have been rough as fuck, bro. Like, I lost 
I lost my uncle who I was very close to. I lost my grandmother. Uh, we unfortunately lost your dad, um, then your grandmother. And it's just like, it's just a changing of the guards. We're getting, we're becoming the old people. Yeah. And we're losing, we're losing all of our predecessors who taught us everything. And so for me, it's like, sometimes I sit here and I go, am I ready to teach the next generation? Yeah, because I don't feel like <laughs> an adult. Right, right. <laughs> Like you were saying, 21 is supposed to be when you're an adult. Bro, I don't feel it. I'm going to be honest with you. I, I, and what you're, what anybody that's watching, is refer, what he's referring to is what I said in a text message is just because you're over 21 does not mean that you're an adult. At all. At all. At all. I don't, <laughs> and I, I don't feel like one. I feel like, I one, feel like one when the bills are due. Sure. The fact you know what you know what proves it is when you text your friends you go adulting sucks. That's how you know you're not an adult. <laughs> when you when you have to be like, God, adulting sucks. You're not a fucking adult, okay? Because <laughs> it's not adulting. It's just life. It's, it's just, just what life. we're supposed to be doing. But yet we're complaining about it. Like when I have to complain, like, what the fuck? I gotta pay rent and my car. I want all this nice shit, but I don't want to have to pay for it. <laughs> like. That's how you know you're not an adult. Like there is, there's this, there's this feeling. Like I still feel, and I'm sure you. I'm. Excuse me if I'm putting words in your mouth. No, you're but fine. I'm assuming you feel similarly. I don't feel like an adult. I still feel no. like a kid. Yep. I still feel, and I, I text this to you. I, I'm, I'm a really responsible eighteen-year-old. Like. <laughs> <laughs> like like i'm i'm an adult you know but like i'm i'm like still like i goof around and i fuck around but i'm still yeah. like oh shit the water bill is due Dude, right i still gotta you know oh my I oh i'm i'm down to my last roll of toilet paper i better get some so that i'm not stuck on the toilet with no toilet paper okay <laughs> but at the same time i'm like no i don't have to set my alarm tomorrow or what i'll just wake up i'll get I'll up when i get up, up. At the same time, it's your day off from work, and you're like, "Fuck, it's nine o'clock at night already, and I haven't done shit." Oh like, <laughs> yeah. shit, I planned on doing on my day off. I did nothing, none of it. I'm no, like, yeah, literally, a nerd's rope. Right, literally. But I'll, I'll I'll be honest with you. I think that's why we enjoy life a lot more than some people our age. Yeah, because we're because we're just really responsible eighteen year olds. You're responsible, eighteen-year-old. <laughs> we haven't con we haven't grasped the concept of being a pure adult, and I think becoming a pure adult is depressing sometimes. It is, man. Like we, uh, like we said, you know, all it no is is responsibility. Right, right. You're living for somebody else, but no. but then I, I I take a step back and I wonder. I go, is there a, is there a different a different joy in that? Is is from what I hear, yes. From what I hear, yes. Right. From what I hear, yes. From what I hear, there's nothing like having your own children. From what I hear, there's nothing like seeing someone grow up and be exactly like you. Again, this is all hearsay. Right. It hasn't been proven to me yet. So I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say it's hearsay. Uh, it's, you know, it's from some reputable sources, people that I know and love, but they say there's nothing like it. Okay. And I've gotten a glimpse. My nephew is just like me. So I've gotten a glimpse or he'll say or do something 
And part of it is the joy of being like, oh my God, like that is just how I was. And the other part of it is going, oh, I caught that motherfucker because he can't get one over on me because that's exactly how I was. But <laughs> it's, it's, I guess it's nice. Um, I just haven't experienced it fully because it's not my kid. You know what I mean? Right. What they say is it's, it's great. It's what they say though. Now, do I want to take the million dollar risk and find out if it's true? Because that's how much it costs to raise a fucking kid. <laughs> Yo, so okay, so the other thing we talked, we were messaging about. Yeah. And actually, hang on, I'm gonna run over there, grab my bottle of wine. Oh count, yeah, yeah, yeah. Count to count to three. I got you. One, two, two, Mississippi. Three. Here we go. Yeah, there we go. Yes. Well, I don't know why I felt like you were gonna come back with Snoop Dogg Red. Snoop Dogg Red, I got. Oh yeah, that's like the classic, isn't that the yellow towel? Is that what that is? Yeah, it's cheap. Yeah. No, Snoop Dogg has a red wine now. Snoop Dogg has a red wine. Oh, his, that's awesome. It's got his face on the side, but he's got a hood on and everything. No shit. Yep, Snoop Dogg Red. I would drink that. Which is hilarious because he's a crip. That's <laughs> <laughs> serious. So so he so he <coughs> should have uh, blueberry muffins. Yeah. Blueberry breakfast. Or at least a white Zinfandel or some shit. <laughs> so wait, what were we just saying? What were we just saying? I got lost there. Uh, about, I don't, I don't know if I want to take the risk of, the million dollar risk of having a child to figure out if what they say is true. Okay, so. Because um, that's exactly what it is. It's a million dollar risk, bro. It costs a million dollars to raise a child at minimum. Do you feel like, do you feel like you're missing out? Sometimes, sometimes. I, I feel like, <clears throat> I feel like, if I would have had children, I would have wanted to have them a lot earlier. Just so I'm not having kids at 40 and then when they're 20, I'm 60. You know what I mean? But does that make you feel like you got to hurry up even faster? No, I don't let nobody rush me for shit. No, <laughs> no. Not even your unborn son? No, not at all. <laughs> and if he's anything like me, he's not going to want to rush me. He's going to be like, hey, whatever, I don't come when it comes. He's, he's sitting down there right now like, hey, that'll that'll let me free when I'm going to need let me free. <laughs> No, I mean, it, it, I do have I do have fear of missing out sometimes when it comes to children, mainly because I see my friends, you know, they got their kids and like a bunch of my buddies have me in on their um, on like the photo sharing of their children. So like every time a photo comes in, like their kid is on there and I like see it and I'm like, God damn, like three months has gone by already. They fucking they're huge and they look just like them. And I'm like, ah, oh, that would be nice. That would be nice. So, so this goes along a lot with the theme of your whole show. Right? Okay. Yeah. So at at what point do you feel like um at what point is is it do you feel like you've had enough of like single life dre? At at what point cuz okay so like I've been doing the same shit for a while, right? right. And like right. at what point like okay, if you had a if you had a cupcake You'd be yeah. like, this is great. This is a great cupcake. It's sweet. It's sugary. It's all everything. chocolate. Yeah. It's everything I want, right? Yeah. But like after after 50 cupcakes, you're like, oh, it's just another cupcake, right? Like, I don't really want this cupcake. So so take that mentality and put it to your and I's, it's, you know. It's crazy because that's how I live life. Everything's a, everything's a d- dessert right. or a food to me. No. Right. Everything's- no, no, no. Yeah, but everything's like a, an amazing cupcake. Every time. Right. So now, so now you and I were both almost forty. Yeah. So at what point do we both take a step back and go, 
okay, I've already, I've been single. I've been out to the bars. I've dated a bunch of women. I've, I've done this. I've done that. I've had all these cupcakes. Right. So what do I, when When do do I I say, okay, you know, I'm, I'm done. I'm done having dessert. Right. When's my meal? Yeah. Right. Right. Um, I honestly think I'm getting closer and closer to that. Do you? I think it's, yeah. I think every day it's getting closer and closer to that. And it, and it sucks because I'm a big, I'm a very big advocate on just enjoying life. Me and it's not, to, it's not to say that I won't enjoy my life settling down. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying I thoroughly, and, and, and this is, again, this has to do with, our, with the way I was raised. Like, so I have an uncle um, who is very similar to your dad. You know what I mean? Like, um, he's just the clean cut version. You know, he was, he, you know what I mean? He went the, you know, corporate route and all that good stuff. And um, he had two kids, got divorced younger. He was younger when he got divorced and just kind of enjoyed life to this day, still enjoys life. Um, your dad, you know, he had a kid, got divorced, lived oh, and enjoyed yeah. life. So I like to feel like I just took the one step and skipped over the children part and just enjoyed life. But now I see why they were so comfortable and able to enjoy life because they had already done that step. They'd already had their, their, they already had their, you mean their legacy essentially. Like you are your dad's legacy. His two daughters are his legacy. Like, right. I'm, and that's, that's the one thing that scares the shit out of me is not being able to leave a legacy. Right. Right. Like that, you really think, I don't really think the world should go without a little Dre or a little Carm running around. Right, like, right, right. have it. Right, right. <laughs> That's causing all types of problems. Well, and you just made me think of something. Um, maybe you and I and everybody else that's in our same boat. Yeah. We think of when you have kids, life is over. Right, 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 right. What if that's the wrong mentality? It is. There's no what if. It definitely is. Because it's you're supposed to, like, when you have kids, you're supposed to be starting your new life. Right. Life's going to grow. That's when more experiences are going to come. That's when you're going to be able to teach the things that you learn to this this moldable child. Right. There's a, there's a lot of young, single men out there that yeah. go, I don't want to have a kid because my life is done. Right. But what if, what if those are the best years of your life? And we're just missing out on them. We're just missing out because we're ignorant and thinking that. Right. You know, Le- leave it to Carm to come on my show and fuck everything up. Thanks, bro. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> you're like, I've had it right for 20 episodes. Just fucking it all. No, no, you're probably right, to be honest, man. And it's crazy because everybody knows who knows me or anybody who's been watching the show. I fucking love kids. So it's not the right. fact that I don't love kids. I love kids. It's just <sighs> the scary part is finding the right person to have a kid with. How do you do that? Everybody falls short of my standard. So, so then what? No fucking clue. Dre, then I see these people knocking up these broads. Yo, and then you gotta you gotta bang down doors to try to see your kid, or vice versa. Or some dudes just don't even want to see their fucking kid. Like it's I, I don't want to have to beg someone and plead with someone to see my fucking kid. Right. Because I will, bro. I'll go to jail over not being able to see my kid. I already know it. Like, I'm not... I went through the phase of not having my father around. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no way in hell I'm going to allow that to happen to my child. So it's like, 
I'm super picky about who do I want to have a kid with. And I'm going to be real. A lot of my choices in the past haven't been amazing. And that's why I don't have kids with them. You know what I mean? Right, right. The heavens. Like, so, I don't know, bro. It's scary. It's so scary. It's, it's who knows? Who knows? I think, I think, I don't think I'm going to get out of this world without a child. I'll tell you that. I think it's going to happen. Think you're gonna get out of this no, I'm, it's definitely going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. I just, I'm just hoping that I've done my due diligence to make sure it's with the right person. With someone who has the same ideologies as me and like and wants to raise their kids the same way because like we said before kids are molded by their parents kids come into this world pure as shit we fuck them up the adults in this world fuck these kids up so as long as i can have a kid with somebody that i know is not gonna fuck them up i'll, I'll be happy i'll do it i'll be happy All right. question for you sure top five things that are important for your kid to to grow up with or the ideologies for your kid to have? Um, I want my kids to know that they're loved no matter what. No matter what their sexual orientation is, no matter what they're into, they're loved. I want them to be their own individual. So you gotta have your own style, love who you wanna love, do what you wanna do, right? Um, Respect. Giving and receiving. I want my kids to give the respect and be respected by everyone, including his parents. There's a lot of disrespectful parents in this world that treat their children like fucking slaves or kids for their whole life. And that's not the way it should be. Um, A sense of humor has to be there. (laughs) Gotta have a sense of humor. You gotta have a sense of humor. And if they're anything like me, they're going to be a big boy or big girl. Um, So, so, so have some charisma and style about them and, and be comfortable in their skin and who they are. Like being able to walk into a room and not being afraid to talk to anybody. Be able to talk to the to the homeless guy on the street and then the president of the United States. You know what I mean? Yep, yep. Those are my five. That's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I like that. So what? Okay, I got one for you. What's uh five characteristics in a wife or a mother of your child? Okay, okay. I like this. I like this. Yeah. Okay, the five characteristics in a wife or a mother of the child. Yeah. Um, one. I mean, I, I, it, it, the first thing that comes to my mind, but maybe it's it's such a blanketed thing. Unconditional love. No, that's a that's a legit thing. <laughs> Unconditional love. Yeah. So people forget what that means. Un- that means loving you no matter what. What? what? Rich or that poor? Means loving you no matter whatever whatever uh, medical conditions you have. In the it's in the vows, bro. Sickness or in health. Sickness or in health. Love do you part? Right. Unconditional, yeah. like yeah. a family member. Right. right. Yep. Unconditional. Um, and the other four are negotiable. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me the unconditional love. I don't give a shit about the rest of it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, unconditional no. love. Uh, you said sense of humor. Yeah. That that is that is bigger than I think people realize because hundred percent. When you can goof around and you can say shit and you can like just be silly and like and and the other thing like a lot of a lot of truth is said in jest. Correct. So sometimes people say something in a joking manner, but they're being truthful. They're but, being honest. Yeah. They're being honest, but that's a good form of communication. Right, right, right. So, so I I put that in there. Uh, uh, is is a sense of humor, like you said. Um, I think that okay. So I forget what the first one was. Sense of humor. <laughs> oh yeah, you forgot the unconditional love part, huh? <laughs> How much wine you didn't have? <laughs> just three bottles. Okay. Oh, okay, just just three. Unconditional love. Yeah. Sense of humor. Um. I guess. Uh, Man, 
so I guess in, in raising a child would be, um, I mean, I, I don't really know how to define this, but a, a certain level of, of intelligence. Yeah. You know, somebody that knows how to teach the kids, because that's the other thing. I, I watch YouTube videos and I see what's going on out there. You have no control of what the teachers are teaching the kids. At all. At all. At all. Yep. So you have to, and, and that's why a lot of, a lot of, a lot of teachers will even say it. A lot of the lessons start at home because yeah, a kid could come to school. A teacher is teaching a blanket statement to everybody. The way that they receive it depends on the way that they were taught at home to how to receive something or the way that their brain works or something. So yeah, having someone at home that can, that can set those, those lessons at home the correct way, not just school work wise, but as in life, that's a very big key. Um, something else that's important is is the support of the man, yeah. you know, because you need to be you need to be in communication. You know, like if if I'm laying down a set of rules, like, hey, this is what I want my kid to eat. This is what I want my kid to read. This is what I want my kid to learn. Like, are you going to be there to fight me on it, or are you going to be there to back me up on it? And that's and that goes in with being a good partner. That goes in with being a good partner. Oh yeah, yeah, a good partner and having respect for you. Yeah, and vice versa, you having respect for them, like. Right, right. Um, and then number five. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, number five. I guess um, just looking around my room to see if anything sparks. My, <laughs> you know, I, I, I guess, I guess, like faith. Actually, yeah. Religion is a big part of it. See, religion is a big part of it. And I would have never guessed that. You know, we never, we never talked about that a lot when we were younger. Religion was never played a big factor in our lives. It was. <laughs> It never came up once. Not once. Literally, not once. Literally. You know, I read the Bible twice. What? Through yeah. and through? Through and through. Really? Dude, I, it's it's next to stand-up comedy. Yeah. It's the one thing I know the most about. That's crazy. I would have never Nobody guessed. knows that. Nobody knows that. They do now. I would have never guessed that. I would have never guessed that. You would have That's never guessed that, man. And you've known me for 30-something years. Yeah, I would have never guessed that. I would have never guessed Carmen Valone would have told me that he read the Bible twice. I read it every day. Bro, I, I know a couple of scriptures because I went to church every day when I was young with my grandmother. But other than that... That's you know, about it, right. That's about it. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know what's weird to me? What's that? It's, it's, it's weird to me that more people don't talk about it and think about it. Like the Bible? yeah the the bible but like death in general oh right 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 yeah because like, people are afraid to talk about things that they're afraid of they're afraid of yes yeah they're afraid to talk about put, things that they're afraid put of. that quote online people yeah. are afraid to talk about things that they're afraid of yeah that's gonna be a dre thing i'm gonna put that on the on my instagram one of the little for black real man it's, it's, right. it's a very true statement it's oh, a very true sure. statement and and um I don't know. T take it from there. But like, yeah, I, I mean, okay. So we'll we'll round it out. We got all right. So we'll do. We got one question out of the way. I like to typically do three. So you got the next one, then I'll do one, then you do one more. I'll do one more. Okay. So ask you another question. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, so this doesn't count. But are are you currently seeing someone? Who knows? Who knows at this point? Who knows? okay okay let me think um man oh but it's man. open but it's an open book bro i'm not i don't ever lie to anybody so you can ask me whatever you want when it comes to that okay okay um trying to think here let me think so 
So, and this is what I like about your show is that it's it's a lot of relationship stuff. It's a lot of men, women stuff. I, oh, yeah. I like that. And that's, that's all that's, the shit I know nothing about. All the shit, <laughs> all we know nothing. All the shit I know nothing about. <laughs> did you ever read? Did, okay. So keeping it a buck, mm-hmm. as you say on the show. Yep. Did you ever read any of those like mystery method, how to pick up women books? Never, never. Do you know what I'm talking about? I know exactly what you're talking about. Um, I actually watched the show a long time ago. Yeah, where he's talking about like peacocking and all this other shit. And that's when I realized very quickly that um, all those dudes are corny as fuck. They have no idea what they're talking about. And then I kind of just kind of no learn from experience. No, 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 no. What do you mean? You think it works? Do I think it works? You know it works? Bro. What do you mean? Cut the feed, cut the feed. (laughs) You think it works? Do I think it works? You know it works? Bro, it's Matt. But this is the thing, though. I bet you the things that I do naturally are what are in that book. Yes, yes. And and I was I learned all this. You got to remember, I learned all this shit. Let's, Let's keep it real here. My dad, my stepdad, got a woman out of his league. Yes, yes, yes. Your dad used to pull some of the flyest women I've ever seen in my life. So I learned from these people. And everything that they did yeah. follows the mathematic formula. So it's just a natural thing for me. It's just a net. Yeah, yeah. And and they talk about that. Okay. They say that they say in in I uh, from what I've heard, <laughs> what you've heard, I didn't read the books myself. Maybe. Yeah, of course not. Of course not. But from what I've heard, uh, they they um, there, there's there's men that are naturally that naturally know this stuff. Okay. Just like there's there's just like there's men that naturally know how to body build. They don't right, have to right. read a book to know right. how to better. There's men that know how to build a build a house. They know how to put wood in in nails in a they know how to do it naturally. Right. The same with picking up women. There's there's men that just know how to naturally pick up women. Yeah, yeah. And we're not, we're not gonna give we're not gonna give away any secrets on that, but um I think I like to think, and from what I'm told, it's natural for me. Dude, it probably is, man. It really probably like is. It's it's a it's a and it and it's a lot of it has come from you know, I have setbacks when it comes to that. Like, I'm a bigger guy. You know what I mean? Like, I am essentially a loner for the most part. You know what I mean? I have all these people that know me, but not a lot of people know me, know me. So, like, I have a lot of things that, like, push me back. So, like, my natural charisma and street mark, street smarts and all of that good stuff is what. Um, and a lot of women tell me, like, my drive and my focus on my own things, it kind of draws them into me. So, like, again, it's natural, like. But I, I think like, so when you say that you're a bigger guy, yeah, like, I, I don't think that that stuff matters to women. It doesn't. It doesn't. You know what matters to women is the way that you carry yourself. Yes. And a lot of bigger guys don't carry themselves the right way because they're ho-hum about being a bigger guy and pity, blah, blah, blah. And I'm yeah. not. No. Like I'll walk in a room and everyone's going to notice me and not just because of my size. Right, right, right. Yeah, and they'll know once they start talking to me. Yeah, so no, I have not read those books, but I know about them. And Carmen has not read these books either. No, no, but I, I've heard they're they're pretty accurate. They're pretty accurate, and they're on point. That's what we hear in these streets. Okay, um, so let's see here. Okay, so that was my question to you, so now you owe me one? Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Um, 
I got a, I got a personal question. When we were kids, did you ever yeah. go? Did you ever go, Dad? Can I have a weekend where it's just us and not have Dre here? No, never had that. Never I when I was younger, that. I used to wonder about that. I'd be like, Does Carm want me here? Like, because I know when I would go with my dad, like, which is rare, like he would come up from Georgia or whatever. I would like want all that time to just him. You know what I mean? And that could be the selfish part of me. But I mean, I also had a sister who I was always around. Like, you don't have any siblings, right? Right now. Right, right, right. So it could be that. Okay. I was always wondering. I never knew that. And I never asked you. It just never came up. I just. No, for me, it was always like, um, I'd get to my dad. So so my, my schedule was my dad's on Friday. And right. after school, I'd go to my dad's. And Sunday night, he'd bring me back to my mom's. Yeah. And every Friday after school, it would be, it'd be, dad, is, is Andre coming over? Is Sarah around? What's right. Michelle doing? What's everybody doing? Like, yeah. to me, it was a party. Right, right, right. And that's what it was. And, like, I remember there would be times, because, like, when your dad had the shop in the city, it was easy, because my mom would just drop me off from the city to, you know, city, city. Now that I'm older, it's like a five-minute ride. My right. old house to his shop was like a five-minute ride. Right, Once right. we moved out to the suburbs, then and then your dad didn't have the shop anymore. It was like a 40-minute ride, because we were all the way in Henrietta, like, Rush area, and he was in Penfield. So like right. my mom would get tired of it. And I remember a couple of times your dad just being like on the phone with my dad and being like, tell him to get ready. I'll be there. <laughs> and like, he would come pick me up knowing that he was going to go get you and be like, yeah, like, no, like karma will kill me if you're not here. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, <laughs> let's have fun. Like, yeah, man, it was, it was, uh, for me growing up, it was the more the merrier. Right. Right. Which was always fun, man. That was fucking awesome. Yeah. I never uh, thought about like hanging out with my dad alone. Not, not, not that anything, it would just yeah. be like, it would be like, what are we doing today? Right. What are we, cause your dad was always down for like, let's fill up the day with as much shit as possible. As much shit as possible. Like my dad liked being around people and I also like being around people. Yeah. Yeah. He loved it, man. He was a party thrower. Always, always throwing some kind of good ass party or some fun. I know the neighbors hated us. They had to, <laughs> they had to have fucking hated us. Like. It was just always some fun shit going on. Jesus Christ. So it's my turn to ask you a question, right? Yeah, this is the last one. The last one? Oh, no. Yeah, okay. It um, okay. Um, let me think. The last question here. Let me think of what your, what your viewers would like to know about Ooh. you. Yeah. What would the people that are watching Dre, because I'm sure you probably get a mixture of like people that love you, people that hate you, people that are, what the fuck is Dre doing on here? Let me but, see if I could shit on him. They never say it to my face, though. <laughs> All right, let me, uh, that'll be the question. What What do you think, what, if you were looking through the eyes of your haters? Yeah. What do you think that they'd be saying and thinking? Uh, I think a lot of them would be thinking he's full of shit. He's not that honest with everybody. He's not. He can't really be that honest with everybody. Um, and if I was younger, they'd be right. I used to be a fibber when I was younger. I used to tell lies when I was younger. And then I got older and I realized um, for me to lie means that I'm afraid of something. Um, and as an adult, I ain't afraid. What the, who the fuck am I afraid of? Like, why would I lie to, why would I lie to another adult? I have a follow-up. Yeah. As a, We're all afraid of something. I don't care yeah. who you are. Yeah, yeah. I'm not afraid? afraid of a human being, though. That's what I meant. Okay, but what are you uh, afraid of? Uh, uh, human afraid beings of, aside. Human beings aside, I'm afraid of leaving this earth and not having a legacy. Not having something that someone remembers me of. Like your dad, God rest his soul, uh, has changed many lives. You know what I mean? He has made an impression on many people. And I want to be able to do that. 
I want my niece and nephew to look back like me and you look back and be like, I had a fucking amazing life because of my dad or my uncle. You know what I'm saying? Like, I yeah. want that. Like, and I'd like to have that. Like, but I mean, and like I said, just the haters would literally just be like, hey, well, he's probably not as honest as he says he is. Um, <clears throat> I had an episode where I said I need more than one. They're more than likely like bullshit. That's not going to happen. Uh, it, and, and a lot of it is just envious bullshit, to be honest with you. I've been a hater before, you know what I'm saying? So I know where it stems from. It's envy. A lot of it is envy. A lot of it is envy and a lot of it is not understanding or not having the mental capacity to understand. Right. Or some things that we may think looking at something like that can't be possible. The person that's doing it is like, this is normal to me. Right. That's, that's it. That's basic shit. Yeah. Yeah. Basic shit. I like that. That's a real answer. It's, it's, I mean, it's, yeah, that's, I mean, it's the truth. It's what it is. It is what it is. Like, that's how I feel about it. Um, one last one for you, Ben, and then we'll, we'll hit the show, we'll the show on the road. Uh, well, two things, two things. The first one is, at what point did you think comedy is it? This is what I'm going to do. Uh, at what point did I think comedy is it? This is what I'm going to do. Man. My my story in comedy is very unique. Yeah, I, I, don't, um, I don't know it, so I need to know. I yeah, just always saw you as funny because your dad was hilarious, you were hilarious, and then when everybody's like, "Yo, Carm's a comedian," I was like, "Okay, that makes sense." Yeah, and you know what's weird? Like, I I could I I could do comedy. I can get up in front of a crowd of of ten people or ten thousand people, right? And I'm gonna make them laugh. Exactly. I'm gonna make them applaud when I want them to. Right. They're, I'm like the Pied Piper, and they don't even realize that they're dancing to my tune. Right, right. But you know what, Dre? Yeah. I'm not famous. Why so not? Nobody, know, nobody knows. Until they see your show. And then everybody's They'll see my show and be like, oh, that guy was great. Right. But I'm not, I'm not famous. Right, right. So, so there's, that's a whole different thing. Is there frustration from that? There used to be. Is, is is it is it the fame or the or or the finance that, that more attracts you? Uh, probably the finance. Yeah, honestly, I don't give a fuck about the fame. I I don't, I, I don't care about the fame. I just want to have like good internet, you know. <laughs> just great, just great connections everywhere. Yeah, really good, like a real comfy bed. Well, it's the only connection in my life right now, so that would be the greatest connection to have. <laughs> so, like my story, my story in stand up, real quick. I'll make it two yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my story in stand-up, my dad was funny. Yeah. Um, I wanted to be funny. My dad would walk into a room. He'd get everybody laughing. Right. I, I want to get everybody laughing. I'll show you, right? right? You think you're good at making people laugh, dad? Okay. Do this. And I, and I would see that as a, as a kid watching, bro. Right, right. I would, watch you, I would watch you look at your dad and all the people laugh at him, and then you would boom you'd step in and try to like get that one up on them that's crazy to think about because i never thought about it as a kid the first time i saw it real quick this is this is so crazy the first time i saw it was we were getting ready for halloween and you got that costume of a mom carrying a baby yes and then i I remember going out and having my mom buy it for me too like we ended up having the same costume i don't know if you knew that or not but like no i didn't know that and we went to the restaurant in Penfield. It was an old Italian restaurant. Like, I remember it was the first time I had Yonkies. And, like... The north side, probably? Yes! 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 It was him and a bunch of the guys. I don't know who the fuck they were, 
but they were all sitting around the table and your dad was crack killing it. They were cracking up, laughing at your dad, as always. And you walked you walked yeah. in with this costume on and the fucking room lit up. And the look on your face was one of the Yep, I did that. I made everyone laugh in here. This is what I was looking for. This is the validation I was looking for. That's when I first saw it. Oh, that's we, awesome. we had to be like 10. I think we were like 10 years old at that time. That's awesome. That well, my dad would my dad would do these things. He my dad would set me up. Yeah. He'd be like, he'd be like hey Carm, I'm gonna say this and do this, and then you you say this. Oh, I, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, he would set me up on these little things. That's fun. and like so uh how, how are we doing on time real fast? No, we're fine, bro. We're fine. Okay. So real quick story. So, yeah. Uh so one time I had these two kids from Arondacoit, right? Yeah. Where I lived. Yep. They were at my dad's house, right? I'm sitting there uh, with my two buddies from Arondacoit. We got the house to ourselves. My dad goes out to dinner to the north side with his girlfriend. Okay. He calls me up on the house phone and he goes, he goes, Carmen, he goes, when you hear the garage door open, because it was different then, there wasn't the cell phones. He goes, when you right. hear the garage, when you hear the garage door open, turn on the Playboy channel, put the remote control down <laughs> and walk away, walk into the kitchen, <laughs> right? Did you ever hear this story? Yes. Yes. Real, real quick side note. I saw my first, my first naked woman on paper, video, and in the physical flesh at your dad's house. Just putting that out there. <laughs> Before teenage years. Just putting that out there. <laughs> but okay, go ahead. So he tells me on the phone, Carm, he goes, put, when you hear the garage door open, put the Playboy channel on put the remote down, walk away. I go, okay. Right. So, so sure enough, I hear the garage door open. My dad's coming home from dinner with his girlfriend. I turn the playboy channel on. (laughs) I put the remote down. My two friends are just fucking hilarious. Yeah. They're, they're like, Oh my God, there's naked girls on TV. (laughs) Right. I walk away. I go into the kitchen and Sure enough, my dad opens the door. He comes inside, <laughs> and he and he, he's playing it so cool, which is which is the part of comedy that I learned from him. Right, right. He's hey, the dinner was great. He's pulling he's pulling chicken parmesan out of the to go bag, and here's a side of pasta marinara, right? And and like my friends are just like, holy shit, like we're about to get busted, right? And, and then he's, yeah, we got some pasta primage. And he turns this way and he goes, what the fuck? Because <laughs> there's naked women on TV. <laughs> and he goes, oh my God. he goes, who the fuck put this on TV? And and my friends go, Carmen did it. And, and he goes, I know my son would not put this on. <laughs> Dude, these two guys panicked. Yo, I, they probably lost their shit, bro. Dude, they panicked so hard, man. Uh, but it was a life lesson because he told me, like, like as soon as as soon as they like, it was a funny gag and everything. But they both said Carmen put it on. They snitched on you. They snitched on me. Yep. And and it was a life lesson. It, as funny as it was, it was a life lesson. Yeah. And um, I remember my dad. I remember my dad told me when your dad got caught. He told me, yeah, Mario Mario was so good at knowing who he could and couldn't trust. He's like, right. but someone told on us. 
Uh, someone opened their mouth. There's no way he would have gotten caught otherwise. And he was like, that was the he was like, that was the good and bad. He would know who to trust, but he was also so loving and caring sometimes that he would let it slip his mind. Like, this is so natural for him to do that, like he never thought like someone would turn their back on him. Right. So yeah, that's that's great. That's that's crazy. Man. That's wild, man. That story though, that's fucking hilarious. Cause that's I could see your dad doing that. Put the put the Playboy channel on, just walk away. <laughs> you can't do that nowadays. No, you can't. You can't. No, I think a lot of shit that we did back in the day wasn't okay. <laughs> but it was fucking hilarious, bro. Man, this was awesome, Carm. This was awesome, dude. I from awesome. episode one, I've yeah. been thinking about this. Have you really? I dude, have, man. I'm so excited we got to do this. This is fucking awesome. I, and it, it could go for hours. That's what right. people understand. Like we haven't even touched the surface of us as kids. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, we could go for hours, but I don't want to keep us forever. Um, <clears throat> I just, I, I hope you understand, bro. Like, I hope you understand how much love I have for you. How much oh, love. Oh, dude, the feeling is mutual, man. It's crazy, man. It's crazy just to see where we're at today. Because um, we definitely could have went the wrong way. We had, enough, well we had enough utility to go the wrong fucking way. We just definitely went the right way. So I'm super proud of both of us, to be honest with you. Me too, man. Me too. And and let me give just a little quick, uh, a, a quick little like life advice for anybody that's watching. Yeah. Anybody that has an old friend out there that you haven't spoken to in a million years, like it's okay, right? Like it, even if, if you have a childhood friend that you haven't spoken to in a while, you guys are still friends. Like- yeah hit them up, say hello, send a text, do a video call. It doesn't have to be weird. It doesn't have to be like, oh, why is this guy calling me? Yeah. Reconnect with an old friend, man. Yeah. You know, like you're, you're not guaranteed this forever, bro. You're not guaranteed this forever. Yeah. Or unfortunately we're not guaranteed this forever, man. No, man. And, and I love what you're doing, dude. I love your, I love your whole show. I love your vibe. Yeah. I love your theme. I, I put it on when I'm like cleaning my room. I, I put it on when I'm driving. Like, yeah. I love that you're bearing your soul on, on this to, podcast, man. It's just been Keep so many up. years of it's just been so many years of Dre says and like people don't know who Andre is. So like right. with the pandemic happening and all this shit and me losing people, like I mean, we went through some shit in 2019, bro. Like, yeah, 2020 sucked, but 2019 sucked, bro. So we lost right, a lot right. of a lot of good people in our lives. And I just was like, I'm not, I'm not gonna go out like that and not have people know who I actually am as a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's I like all this. So, but again, awesome. guys, this is Carmen Valone. Uh, well, yo, what's your at? Give me your at, so I can, I can. At I Carmen Valone on everything. On everything, I'm gonna put it on everything. I'll put it in the in the comments and all that stuff, and then we're gonna circulate this around. Uh, bro, I love you. I appreciate the shit out of you. I love you, buddy. All right, man. Day after day, I must face a world of strangers where I don't belong. I'm not that strong